0: i've decided um uh what we're gonna do i'm gonna try reading mostly every now and then i might like put in like one minecraft episode maybe but other than that yeah i'm gonna mostly be reading um i deleted a lot, a couple of um my other episodes that i didn't need anymore and yeah All right let's start reading Okay, now we can uh read. Okay. So, it's uh, chapter 10 of the first book of warriors. By the following morning, a thin drizzle soaked the treetops and dripped down into the camp. Firepaw woke up feeling damp. It had only been an uncomfortable night. Sorry. It had been an uncomfortable night. Sorry. He stood up and shook himself vigorously, fluffing out his fur. Then he left the apprentice's den and trotted across the clearing to Yellowfang's nest. Yellowfang was just stirring. She lifted her head and squinted at Firepaw as as he approached. My bones ache this morning. Has it been raining all night? Since just after Moon High, Firepaw replied. He, he reached out and prodded her mossy, uh, her mossy nest cautiously. Your bedding is soaking wet. Why don't you move nearer to the nursery? It's more sheltered, uh, sheltered there. What? And be kept awake all night by the mewling of the of kits? I'd rather get wet. yelping growled. Firepaw watched her cir- circle stiffly on her messy mossy bed then at least fetch then at least fet, let me fetch you some dry bedding he offered keen to drop the subject of the kits if it upset the old cheek cat so much thank you firepaw replied yellow quietly settling down again firepaw felt stunned he wondered if yellow was feeling all right it was the first time she had ever thanked him for anything. And the first time she had not called him Kitty pet, well, don't just stand there like a startled s- squirrel go fetch fetch some moss. she snapped the firepaw's whiskers twitched with amusement. This was more like yelp more like the yelping thing he was used to. He nodded, nodded, and sprinted off. He almost crashed into Speckletail in the middle of the clearing. This was the queen who had watched Yellowfang's angry outburst at the, at the tabby kit, the tabby kit the day before. Sorry, Speckled Tail, Firepaw, Mute. Are you on your way to see Yellowfang? What would I want, want with that unnatural cre- creature? Replied Speckletail Speckled Tail crossly. Actually, it's you I was looking for. Bluestar wants to see you. Firepaw hurried to the high rock, and Bluestar is dead. Blue Bluestar was sitting outside, her head bobbing ry- rhythmically as she licked the gray fur below her throat. She paused when she noticed Firepaw. How was today, she meowed. Her bedding is wet, so I was going to fetch her more, replied. Firepaw replied. I'll ask one of the queens to see to that. Bluestar gave her just another lick and then eyed firepaw carefully is she fit enough to hunt for herself yet she asked i don't think so firepaw meowed but she can walk well enough now i see meowed out looking she looked thoughtful for a moment It (laughs) it is time for you to return to your training firepaw but you'll need to work hard to keep to make up for the time you lost. Great. I mean, thank you, Blue Star. Firepaw stammered. It will go out with Tigerclaw, Graypaw, and Ravenpaw this morning. Blue Star continued. I've asked Tigerclaw to assist the warrior skills of all our prin- princesses. Don't worry about yellow thing. I'll make sure she. I'll make sure someone sees to her while you are gone. Firepaw nodded. Now join your companions, Blue Star ordered. I, accept I expect they're waiting for you. Thank you, Blue Star. Firepaw mewed. He turned with a flick of his tail and darted toward his den. Blue Star was right. Graypaw and Ravenpaw were both waiting for him by their favorite tree stump. Graypaw looked stiff and uncomfortable. His long fur clumped up, clumped by the dampness of the of the air. Ravenpaw was pacing around the tree stump, lost in thought, the white tip of his tail twitching. "'So you're joining us today,' Graypaw called as Firepaw approached. day, huh?' He shook himself roughly to get rid of the clinging witness. "'Yes, Blue Star told me that Tigerclaw is going to assist us today. Are Sandpaw and Dustpaw coming, too?' White Sturm and Darkstripe took them out on a warrior patrol. I suppose Tiger Claw is going to look at, at them later, Graypaw answered. Come on, we should get going, urged Ravenpaw. He had stopped pacing and now hovered beside them anxiously. Fine by me, Gra- mewed Graypaw. Hopefully, some exercise will warm me up a bit. The three cra- cats tried through the gorse track and out of camp. They hurried to the sandy hollow. <laughs> they they tur- hurried to the sandy hollow Tar- tiger claw had not arrived so they hung around in the shelter of a pine tree their fur f- fluffed up against a chill are you worried about the assessment firepaw asked ravenpaw as the young cat padded back backward and forward with a quick nervous paw steps there's no need to be You're your tiger claws apprentice after all When he reports back to Bluestar, he's going to want to tell her how good you are. You can never tell with Tigerclaw, mewed Ravenpaw, still pacing. For goodness sake, sit down, Graypaw grumbled. At at this rate, you'll be worn out before we begin. By the time Tigerclaw arrived, the sky had changed. The clouds looked less, less sick. The clouds looked less th- like thick gray fur and more like the soft white balls of down that the queens used to line the nets- nests of their newborns. Blue skies couldn't be far behind, but the breeze that brought the softer clouds carried a f- fresh chill. The tiger Claw greeted them briskly and launched, and launched straight into the ex- into the exercise details. Lionheart and I have spent the last few weeks trying to teach you how to hunt decently, he mailed. Today you'll have to have a chance to show me how much you you have learned. Each Each of you will take a different route and hunt as much prey as possible. And whatever you catch will be added to the supplies at the camp. The three apprentices looked at one another, nervous and excited. Firepaw felt his heart begin to beat faster of the prospect of a, ch- a challenge. Ravenpaw, you will follow the trail beyond, great, beyond the Great Sycamore as far as Snake Rocks. That should be easy enough for your, your pitiful skills. You, Graypaw, Tigerclaw continued, you will take the route along the stream as far as Thunderpath. Great, mewed Graypaw. Wet paws for me. Tiger claw, stare, tiger Claw's stare silenced him. And finally, you, Fireball, what a shame your great mentor couldn't be here today to witness your performance for herself. You shall take the route through tall pines, past the tree cut place, to the woods beyond. Fireball nodded, frantically trying to route, route in the head, in his head. And remember, tiger claw finished fixing them all with his pale eyes there. I will be watching all of you. Ravenpaw was the first to sprint away toward the, snake, toward, toward the snake rocks. Tigerclaw took a different track into the woods, leaving Graypaw and Firepaw alone in the hollow, trying to guess who Tigerclaw would follow first. I don't know why he thinks snake, snake rocks is an easy route, me Greypaw. Graypaw place is crawling with adders birds and mice stay away from there because there are so many snakes ravenpaw will have to spend the whole time trying to not to get bitten fairpaw agreed oh he'll be okay mew Greypaw. not even an adder would be fast enough to catch ravenpaw at the moment he's so jumpy i'd better get g- going see you back there back here later on good luck Graypaw raced off toward the stream. Firepaw paused to sniff the air, then bounded up the side, of, up the side of, uh, of the hollow and began to head for tall pines. It felt strange to be going in, in this direction to, toward the tulip place he had been raised in. Casual, cautiously, Firepaw crossed the narrow path into the pine for- forest. He looked through the straight rows, of trees across the flat forest floor alert for the sight and scent of prey. Okay guys um, we're going to take a quick break I'll be back soon. See ya. And we are back. Okay so um let's see okay got it a movement caught his eye. It was a mouse, scrabbling through the pine needles. Remembering his first lesson, Firepaw dropped into the stalking position, keeping his weight in his haunches. His paws light on the ground. The technique worked perfectly. The mouse did Oh, hold on, wait. Were we there? Oh yeah, sorry, I've a little bit ahead. Firepaw dropped into the stalking position, keeping his weight in his haunches. His paws lay on the ground. The technique worked perfectly. The mouse didn't detect Firepaw until his final leap. He caught it with one paw and killed it swiftly. Then he buried it so that he could pick it up on his return journey. Firepaw traveled a little further into tall pines. The ground here was deeply... Rutted by the tracks of the huge two leg mo- uh, of the huge two leg monster that tore down the trees <coughs> fire took a deep breath his mouth open the monsters acid breath had not touched the air here for a while fire followed the deep tracks jumping across the r- the ruts there <coughs> oh, sorry allergies they were half filled with rain, which made him feel thirsty. He was tempted to stop and take a few mouthfuls, but he hesitated. One lap of that muddy trench water, and he tasted the monster's foul-smelling tr- tracks for days. He decided to wait. Perhaps there would be a rainwater puddle beyond tall pines. He hurried onward through the trees and crossed the. He, he hurried onward through the trees and crossed the two-legged path on the f- far boundary. He was back amid the thick undergrowth of, of, the, of oak woods. He moved onward until he found a puddle and lapped up a few mouthfuls of the fresh uh, fresh water. Fire Paul's fur began to prickle with some extra awareness. He recognized sounds and scents familiar from his old watching place on the fence post, and he knew instantly where he was. These were the woods that bordered the two-leg place. He must be very close to his old home now. Ahead, head could smell two legs and hear their voices, loud and voracious like crows. It was a group of young two legs, playing in the woods. Firepaw crouched and peered ahead through the ferns. The sounds were distant enough to be safe. He changed direction, skirting the noises, making sure he was not seen. Firepaw stayed alert and watchful, but not just for two, leg. two legs. Tigerclaw might be somewhere nearby. He thought. He thought he heard a twig snap, snap in the bushes behind him. He sniffed his, uh, sniffed the air, but smelled nothing new. Was he being watched now? He watched now? He he wondered, out of the corner of his eye. Paul sensed movement. At first he thought it was, it was tiger was brown, dark brown fur, but then he saw a flash of white. He stopped, crouched, and inhaled deeply. The smell was unfamiliar. It was a cat, but not a ThunderClan cat. Firepole felt his fur bl- bristle with the instincts of a Clan warrior. He would have to chase this intruder out of the clan territory. Firepaw watched the creature moving through the undergrowth. He could see its outline clearly as it skittered between the ferns. Firepaw waited for it to wander nearer. He crouched lower, his tail waving back and forth in in, in in slow rhythm. As the black and white cat neared, Firepaw rocked his haunches from side to side as he prepared to spring one more heartbeat then he leaped the black and white cat jumped into the air tr- terrified and raced away through the trees firepaw gave chase it's a kitty pet he thought as he raced through the undergrowth smelling at spearson in my territory he was closing rapidly rapidly on the f- fleeing animal it had sh- slowed its headlong rush, preparing to scramble up the wide mossy trunk of a fallen tree. With the blood roaring in his ears, Firepaw leaped onto, his, onto its back in a single bound. Firepaw could feel the cat struggling beneath him as, as he gripped on with all claws. It, it let out a desperate and terrified yell. Firepaw realized his grip and backed away. The black-and-white cat cringed at the foot of the fallen tree, trembling, and looked up at him. Firepaw lifted his nose, feeling a ripple of disgust at the intruder's easy surrender. This soft, plump house cat, with its round eyes and narrow face, looked very different from the lean, broad-headed cats Firepaw lived with now. And yet, something about this cat seemed familiar. Firepaw st- stared harder. He sniffed. Drawing in the other cat's scent, I don't recognize the smell. He thought, searching his memory. Then it came to him. Smudge, he he meowed out loud. Ha ha! How did did you know my name? Stammered Smudge, still crouching. It's me, Firepaw, uh, Firepaw Beyond. The house cat looked confused. We were kittens together. I lived in the garden next to you. Firepaw insisted. Rusty Smeow- meowed. Meowed, Smudge in disbelief. Belief. Is that you? Did you find the Wildcats again, or are you li- living with new house folk? You must be if you're still alive. I'm called Firepaw now. Firepaw meowed. He re- relaxed his shoulders and let his fur fall flat onto a sleek orange onto a sleek orange pelt. Smudge relaxed too. His ears pricked up. Firepaw? He echoed, amused. Well, Firepaw, it looks like your new housefolk didn't feed you enough. You certainly weren't this scrawny last time we met. I don't live with two legs. Feed me, Firepaw replied. I've got a whole forest of food to eat. Two legs, housefolk—that's what the clan, all the—that's cl- what all the clans call them. Smudge looked bewildered for a second and his expression changed to one of a complete astonishment. You mean you're living with the wildcats? Yes, Firepaw paused. You know, you smell different. Unfamiliar. Unfamiliar, Smudge echoed. He sniffed. sniffed. I suppose you're used to the smell of those wildcats now. Firepaw shook his head as if to clear his his mind. But we were kittens together. I shouldn't. I should know your smell. Your smell, like I all know the, the smell. I'm sorry, guys. I'm really tired. Okay. I should know your smell, like I know the smell of my birth mother. Then Firepaw remembered. The Smudge had passed six moons. No wonder he looked so soft and fat and smelled so strange. You've been to the cutter? He he gasped. I mean, the vet. Smudge shrugged his plump black back smudge shrugged his plump black shoulders so he mewed. fireball was speechless so blue star was right come on then what what's it like living in the wild smudge demanded smudge demanded. is it as good as you thought it would be fireball thought for a moment about last night sleeping in the dampton. He thought about a Mouse Vial and clearing away the All Things dirt and trying to please both Lionheart and Tigerclaw at once during training. He remembered the teasing that he suffered about his kitty, pup, kitty pet blood. Then he remembered the thrill of his fir- sh- first catch of charging through the forest in pursu- pursuit of a squirrel and of warm evenings beneath the stars sharing tongues with his friends. I know who I am now, he mailed simply. Smudge tipped his head to one side and stared at Firepaw, clearly confused. "I should be, I should be getting home," he mewed. Mealtime soon. Go carefully, Smudge. Firepaw leaned forward and gave his old friend an affectionate look between the ears. Smudge muzzle, muzzled him in return. And stay alert. They, there may be other, other cats in this area. Who is not as fond as kitty pets. I mean house cats, as I mean as I am. I don't get that. <clears throat> Smudge's ears flicked nervously at the at these words. He looked around looked around cautiously and leaped up onto the trunk of the fallen tree. Goodbye, Rusty, he mewed. I'll tell everyone at home that you're okay. Bye, smudge. Meow fire fireball. Enjoy your meal. He watched the white tip of Smudge's tail disappear over the edge of the tree. In the distance, he could hear the the rattle of dried food being shaken and a 2 legged voice calling him. Firefall turned his tail high and stared back toward his own home, sniffing the air as he went. I'll find a catch or two here, he decided, then I'll catch something else on the way back through the pines. He felt bursting with energy after meeting Smudge and realizing just how lucky he was to live in the clan. He looked up at the branches above him and began to stalk silently across the floor, every sense alert. Now he just needed to impress Blue Star entire claw, and the day would be perfect. Okay, that's the end of chapter ten. Goodbye.